The Boston Bruins take on the Chicago Blackhawks tonight in one of 16 games around the NHL. Going to preview that one and discuss where the Bruins rank among the Atlantic Division rivals that they have yet to play this season here in a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Tuesday, October 24th. And I want to thank you so much for making Lockdown Bruins part of your day, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Just smash that subscribe button and never miss a thing. Uh, This episode is brought to you by GameTime. GameTime is a ticketing app where you can get $20 off your first purchase by using promo code LOCKEDONNHL. Just download the app and create an account today. The Bruins in Chicago to finish off a four-game road trip. And we're almost near the end of this very weird start to the season. As I mentioned on Twitter X this morning, you can follow along at ENC McLaren. The Bruins will have played the Blackhawks and the Anaheim Ducks twice already this season before taking on an Eastern Conference opponent. They'll come up back from this trip to take on the Ducks on Thursday before hosting the Detroit Red Wings in what should be a big matchup on Saturday. The Bruins have a chance to start the season 6-0-0 if they win tonight. That would tie the longest win streak in franchise history to begin a season. And then they could have an opportunity to break that record on Thursday, which would be pretty cool in this their centennial season. Now, let's just do a quick preview of tonight's game against the Blackhawks before we get into uh, the Atlantic Division Power Rankings. Of course, the Bruins and Blackhawks have already played once this season. The Bruins winning 3-1 back on October 11th. Connor Bedard scored his first career NHL regular season goal in that one, but then Trent Frederick, David Pasternak, scored for the Bruins to give them the 3-1 victory. How have things gone since then? Well, the Chicago Blackhawks currently sit dead last in the Central Division. They've gone 2-4 and four over their first six games for a 3.33 point percentage. They have a minus four goal differential. This game is one of 16 on the schedule as the ESPN frozen frenzy. There's games scattered all throughout the night, staggered 15 minutes apart. This one begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. The Blackhawks are led in scoring not by Connor Bedard. If you had to guess who was their points leader at the moment, would you say? Corey Perry? Probably not, but that's the case. He's got two goals, three assists for five points through six games. Bedard, one back at two goals, 
two assists for four points. Not exactly lighting the league on fire, but he does have 22 shots on goal, so he's due for more of a breakout. Hopefully, it does not come at the expense of the Bruins tonight. A few former Bruins in the mix, Ryan Donato, Nick Foligno, each with three points apiece. Taylor Hall has yet to score his first goal as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks. He was injured in the game against the Bruins on a hit from Brandon Carlo. He's been back two assists through the first five games in uh, Chicago. I forgot to mention the last game, Jared Tenorti, also a former Bruin in the lineup for them on the blue line. The Blackhawks are averaging only uh, three goals per game. I shouldn't say only. That's decent. Middle of the pack. They rank 13th. While the Bruins are allowing a league-low 1.4 goals per game. Chicago, on the other hand, allowing 2.33. The Bruins have scored 3.2. So, it's a chance that, a good chance that the Bruins will come out on top in this one. On paper, anyways, they should beat a lowly team like the Blackhawks, likely destined for the draft lottery once again. Chicago's power play has yet to get rolling. They rank 28th, 7.4% success rate. Their penalty kill is ranked 11th, 83.3%. Boston's power play, 17th ranked, 16.7. That could get going a little bit more. Their penalty kill, 95.5%, which is good for second in the NHL. Blackhawks have lost two in a row coming to this one. Uh, their goaltending has been pretty good so far. Peter Mrazek with a 924 save percentage. Uh, Arvis Soderblom, 913. I'm assuming it will be Mrazek in net. And if the Bruins continue with their rotation, it will be Linus Allmark, who has posted a perfect record of 3-0-0 with a 962 save percentage, picking up right where he left off following his uh, Vesna Trophy campaign from a season ago. And as I discussed on yesterday's podcast, a big reason why the Bruins are off to this 5-0-0 start. The Blackhawks, 5-on-5 play, getting dominated in terms of shot attempts, a 30th-ranked, Shot attempt differential of 42.55 when it comes to shots. Not great either. Shot differential of 41.94. And expected goals differential. They are, again, near the bottom at 43.34. So this is a very winnable game for the Boston Bruins. Um as they continue to yeah look to increase this amazing start that uh, they are on here at 5-0-0 and we'll assess where they rank among Atlantic Division opponents here uh, here coming up in a moment. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. They're all in prices, 
show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps and with the zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. You'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less elsewhere, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase terms apply, but create an account redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. On game time, last minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. David Pasternak could score 60 goals again. The Bruins could hoist the Stanley Cup. You never know. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Fans can also play daily fantasy NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, college football, and entries can be made in under a minute. To win 100 times your bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational functionality. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. On tomorrow's show, we will do a three thoughts recap of tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks. Tuesdays on Locked On Boston Bruins are Atlantic Division Power Rankings. And today we're going to look at the teams from number eight to number one, see where the Bruins rank. And surprising bottom four at the moment, the Buffalo Sabres, after having lost to the Montreal Canadiens last night, Two and four, four points through six games, a point percentage of 333, and they have a division low goal differential of minus five. There were higher expectations for this team this coming season. They were supposed to be in the mix with Ottawa, Detroit, challenging for a playoff spot. Uh, Team defense, not great and Devin Levi has suffered an injury early on so that's not going to help what's more uh surprising perhaps is the lack of offense they've only generated 13 goals through those six games a lot of their big guns namely Tage Thompson uh kind of struggling early on the offense likely will turn around things could get going here for the Sabres but at the moment they are the number 8 team in the Atlantic. Next up, your reigning Eastern Conference champion, Florida Panthers. They've played five games. They're two and three, 400 point percentage, a minus three goal differential. And they really are missing Aaron Ekblad, Brandon Montour on defense. Um, I mean, we all know what it's like to begin a season with major injuries. The Bruins were able to withstand that last season. 
the Florida Panthers uh, struggling so far. A couple of younger guys who are looking to break out this season. Anton Lundell among them. I have him on my keeper fantasy team. was hoping for big things. Um, not quite popping. They do have a positive shot attempt differential at five on five. Positive shot differential. Um, just not getting the scoring at the moment. Their shooting percentage five on five is 7.56. Sorry, 7.89, which is middle of the pack. So they need to get their um, scoring up and missing those two guys on the back end certainly is not helping. So Florida, actually the Bruins will take on the Florida Panthers coming up, I believe next week uh, in their second game against Eastern Conference opponents this season. They'll take on the Panthers on Monday at TD Garden, uh, a string of four in a row against Atlantic Division opponents. They played Detroit on Saturday, the Panthers on Monday, the Maple Leafs next Thursday, and then the Red Wings again on Saturday, November 4th. A quick aside. We all know Matt Patra playing so well for the Boston Bruins. The Bruins have played five games so far. Those four games, the next four games, will give a clear indication as to whether he will remain with the team for the balance of the season. Once he hits that 10-game mark, his entry-level deal kicks in, and even if they send him back to junior, his salary will count against the cap for this season. So they play the Blackhawks tonight, Ducks, Red Wings, Panthers. By Halloween, they'll have to decide whether or not to send him back. Um, so we'll see how he's able to measure up against the Blackhawks once again tonight. Back to the power rankings. The number six team in the Atlantic this week, the Tampa Bay Lightning, a 2-2-2 two, two, and two start through six games, even 500-point percentage, a minus-four goal differential. They've given up a division-high 24 goals, certainly missing Andre Vasilevsky in net. Uh, they have scored 20 goals, but still minus-four goal differential because of that porous goaltending, and uh, they're going to be without Vasilevsky still for a bit of time here. We'll have to try to withstand that right now. They are on the outside looking in when it comes to the top four, as are the Toronto Maple Leafs. They played five games. They're three and two, six points, 600 point percentage, uh, as even zero goal differential, 19 allowed 19 scored. That 19 is second most in the Atlantic division. So the Lightning Maple Leafs a bit leaky to begin the season. And they round out the bottom four. The Sabres, Panthers, Lightning, Maple Leafs. Bit of an upside down Atlantic to begin the season. And we'll talk about who the top four are here in a moment. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. 
The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Again, you can get that great deal right now. $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet on FanDuel. Let's get back to those power rankings where the Sabres, Panthers, Lightning, Maple Leafs currently in the bottom four. Top four. Let's start with the Ottawa Senators. They are three and two through five games in an identical record to the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I'm giving them the edge because of their goal differential. They're plus six uh, compared to Toronto's even zero and they were caved pretty hard by the Detroit Red Wings in a prime showdown on Saturday afternoon and they have a chance to rebound here but so far so good for the Ottawa Senators and they are playing without one of their key centers in uh, Shane Pinto Josh Norris was out to begin the season he's come back looked very good so far uh, if they can get Pinto signed and or flipped, I've seen some reports out there that maybe they can flip him to the Flyers for Morgan Frost, who has fallen out of favor there with John Tortorella. That would be a nice upgrade for, well, maybe not an upgrade, but a nice piece of work for the Senators. And uh, they've gotten pretty good goaltending so far. Anton Forsberg outplaying uh, unrestricted free agent signee Eunice Corposalo, but a nice little tandem that they have in net there. And uh, the Senators, yeah, so talented up front and on the blue line. Maybe not as much depth up front, certainly, as you would like, but once Pinto gets in there, that could change things. Montreal Canadiens have really surprised, and I'm putting them in third place right now. As I mentioned, they beat the Buffalo Sabres last night. They're three, one and one through five games playing without Kirby doc. Who's out for the season with a knee injury. And they do have a zero goal differential. However, you can't argue with the three, one and one record. Do I expect them to be in the playoff mix all season long? Absolutely not. I expect them to uh, fall off and be in the bottom four in the division, but the power rankings are where teams are at right now, what they've been able to do. And so far, the Canadians have exceeded expectations. Now, I should say their underlying numbers, uh, not great. They have a negative shot attempt differential. They have a negative shot differential, five on five. And a pretty inflated peak. PDO, which is looking at their shooting percentage and save percentage. Uh, teams generally level off around an even 100. Right now, they're at 109.3. So save percentage will come down. Their shooting percentage likely will come down a little bit, and they'll come back down to earth. But right now, they're getting that puck luck, and they are uh, playing pretty well. Last two teams, it's a bit of a toss-up at the moment between 
the Red Wings and the Boston Bruins. The Red Wings, they're five and one to begin the season through six games, an 833 point percentage. They have a very impressive plus 15 goal differential. They've won five in a row, um, but they've allowed more than twice as many goals as our Boston Bruins. So I'm putting them in second at the time being. Saturday's showdown between these two teams will uh, be a big indicator of um, who is actually the best team in the division at the moment. But Detroit, like I mentioned, they put that pounding on Ottawa the other day. Alex DeBrinkett off to a flying start for his hometown team. Dylan Larkin playing excellent. They're getting pretty good goaltending from Vili Husso. James Reimer has stepped up as well in uh, backup duties, and I'm really excited about that game on Saturday night. It should be a it should be a banger for sure. The Bruins, though, undefeated, 5-0-0. Yes, they haven't played the best opposition. I saw some comments on the YouTube saying we shouldn't uh, hold that too much against them. The Kings, likely a playoff team. The Predators could be in the mix as well, but still, San Jose, Anaheim. Not good at all. Chicago, bottom of the... These are three of the worst teams in the Western Conference. uh, And they'll get to play two of them once again as they look to extend their win streak to begin the season to 7-0-0. That would be a franchise record to begin a season. When it comes to the underlying numbers for both of these teams, uh, the Bruins... They have a negative shot attempt differential, whereas the Red Wings, they are, well, where are they? Oh, they are even worse. 44.55 for Detroit compared to 49.89 for the Bruins. Uh, The Red Wings, they're up there in PDO as well. 14.07% shooting. At five on five, which is sure to come down. That's uh, quite a bit of puck luck going their way. Uh, The Bruins PDO at the moment is 104.6. They too getting exceptional goaltending, but their shooting percentage isn't that inflated at 9.52. So again, we've talked about how the Bruins prioritize goaltending, defense, They should be able to keep that up. If they can score at an average rate, then they should be pretty good this season. So we'll see if Detroit can keep it up. And again, that game on Saturday is going to be key. First up, though, is another date with the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. Connor Bedard versus rookie phenom Matt Potra. Uh, and that goes at 8.30 on tomorrow's episode. We will do a full recap and bring you all the key takeaways from that one. In the meantime, take care of yourselves, friends. Take care of each other, and we will talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.